Peace, grace, and love. And welcome back to another episode of State the Obvious. I am your obvious host, Avi Grace. God, I need you to speak through me. I need you to say what you want to say. Say it how you want to say it. And do what only you can do. Amen. Forgive the sound quality. I am in the middle of... Um relocating moving on and um i won't say i'm behind schedule because i'm really am on god's schedule but i'm not as far as i personally would like to be if that makes sense but with that being said i felt the need just now deep in my soul to go ahead and release this word today at this exact moment And that is to anyone who's in the closet or anyone who's discreet or anyone who's not living full out. This is not, first and foremost, this is not an episode or a podcast that's going to force you or peer pressure you into telling anyone or doing anything. If you're ready, you're ready. If you're not, you're not. If you're unsure, you're unsure. But this is my story. I have come out... I had my official coming out August 28, 2009. But I have come out dozens, at least dozens of times. And I'm not talking about the everyday, you meet new people, you come out or whatever. I'm talking about to different stages. I am a transgender woman. And... Because of how I was raised, I'm not blaming anyone, but because of the culture that I, but honestly, because of the culture I was raised in, um, they would rather you almost die than be queer. Especially, they didn't have a term for transgender women in the communities I was coming up in, but they... To be a feminine gay man was like the worst. You were basically a second-class citizen. And um, so to be transgender, that, that you can imagine. And I knew since I was at age five, I knew, I realized I discovered it in church, actually. Long story short. And it kept being affirmed in church. Not, affir- not affirmed, confirmed in church. And I kept this secret for th- 25 years. Mind you, I'm only 30 years old. So for about 25 years, I've kept this secret. Where I knew I was a woman. I wasn't trying to be a woman. I wasn't dressing like a woman. I wasn't imitating a woman. I wasn't mocking a woman. I was a woman. I knew I was a girl. Even when they forced me to fish and do quote-unquote masculine things, more masculinizing, masculinizing, there we go, things. I knew I was a woman. But the more that they... Nate snide comments and one of the and you can't tell me that certain members of my family didn't know because my grandmother when I was 
about six or seven, I loved her light blue butterfly hair clip. And I thought I was safe to love it because um, it was light blue. And I told her I liked it and she, I think she threw it away. And one day she, um, she put a wig on me. She just tossed a wig on my head and she told my sister, Dante, the name I was giving at birth, would be an ugly girl. You can imagine how that made me feel. And then when I was 18, this isn't a bash on her, it's just the truth. When I finally moved out of um, the her house at age 18, 19, I was living on my own in Charlotte. She said, if I come down there and I catch you wearing women's clothes, I'm going to beat you. She said she would beat me. And so I knew then and but I it was one of the things that you know how things stick to you. It stuck to me and ironically if I had gone through with the transition when I knew I should I wouldn't be facing a lot of the health crises and even transition challenges that I'm facing. But God is still good. Long story short, I I stopped identifying as male at age 18 because it became too much. Excuse me. And I knew I wasn't male. And so I just said, I'm genderless. My soul is genderless. My I quote-unquote, have a male body with this female spirit and I can't change it. And people just call me extra. They say, well, why can't you be like this masculine gay guy or this stud or be like this person or that person who is masculine? Why do you have to be all extra? And I was, I to hide the fact that I was trans, I became a super, super flamboyant pretending to be gay guy. Um, had a lot of sexual intercourse, didn't like most of it. 99% of it, I was just ready to get on to the next. I was literally trying to fill a void. Um, And then I came across to Spirit. In 2010, there wasn't names like gender nonconforming and genderqueer. It was either trans, they didn't say cis male, it was just male or female or transgender. And then I looked up and there was an Indian word for two-spirit and I said, well, that's the closest thing to me, so, okay. And as the decade went on, then you heard about non-binary and all these other gender fluidity names and I realized I was more most identified at the time with agendered. And then, um,
I moved back home in 2015. Home to my grandmother's house and I started going through some of the same childhood traumas again. And even when I moved out and lived at her house down the street in 2017, the first part, and then I moved back in for a few months and then moved to Myrtle Beach in October 2017, I had an oceanfront condo on the beach and I still wasn't happy. I still was not. There was a huge piece missing to my life. And I knew what it was. But I was scared. I was scared of losing my family. I was scared of losing my life. I was scared of losing my job. My career was... My ministry... My my ministry... My ministerial career is what I was trying to say. My ministry was shot to hell years before for a number of reasons. So I just... I gave up on that. But I just was trying to get through the days... And I realized that life has to be more than this. And then long story short, nine months later, life happened and I ended up right back at Grandma's house. Where I've been until January 31st of this year. When I officially moved out. And I went to New York for my 30th birthday. And I came out as transgender. And then I went to a friendly acquaintance's house and I stayed there for two weeks. Then I went to Myrtle Beach for a few days and I came back and I went and I house sat at my good, good family friend. She's a, she's friend that is family to me. Dominique, I house sat for her for about two and a half weeks and then after that I went back to grandma's and once again I had to take all of the stuff off or enough to make it bearable and I found myself hiding again because I was in her house and sneaking around the house wearing what I wanted to wear and, and I realized I just I can't do this Money or no money, I can't do this. I can't. And then to try to be a pastor and, or to be a pastor for five years and the people, the few people I follow, or excuse me, the few people I personally lead and the thousands and multitudes more that look up to me or whatever. I can't lead them through this wilderness if I don't come out of it myself. If I don't find my way out of it myself and I um, I moved out officially finally I moved out January 30th first but I officially left without coming back April 4th.
And there's still a lot I don't know. I have to leave because there's some housing stuff, transitions that are happening all around me within the complex that I'm in. And this was always a season and it was always just a session. And it was just something that I grew comfortable with because I had once again friends who are family and who might actually be blood kin. We'll never know or we won't know in anytime soon. But um, I'm, I am rambling. But the point of this is, oh, God, it's 12, it's 12 uh, minutes. Forgive me for rambling. I looked. It was two minutes and I looked again. It was 10 minutes later. So just forgive me, but I just needed just to get this out and just say I'm at the point to where I told some people every flower has to make a decision at some point to either bloom or die. And I've decided I'm not going to die with my bloom still in me. I'm not going to die without blooming. I'm not. These last six months have been some of the hardest of my life. Some of the most challenging, some of the most faith walking of my life for a number of reasons. But through everything, God, that is love, is faithful. And through everything, um, I have found out more about Avi than I'd ever known. A violent grace is sufficient within her own right. A veiling grace is a warrior. Ivy Lynn Grace is a prayer fighter. She fights with prayer. Aviance, Avi Grace is a beautiful, beautiful woman who just happened to have been born with a penis. This month has been hard. And I know it seems like I've rambled and I've said the same thing over and over again. Forgive me. And I did miss Sunday session last Sunday, but I hit every other day, even if it had to be the next day or at midnight. I've said something for every day of Pride Month and I'm happy. I'm exhausted. So tomorrow will be season finale for both. I may combine them. I may do one for each. May just one have one session. I have no idea. I don't know who's listened. I have really have not paid attention to who's listened. I haven't really broadcast this. This was mainly therapy for me. And whoever had an ear, let them hear what love was saying to them. The spirit that is love was saying to them. Um, I'm going to get off this now because this is the longest one by a long shot. And I'm okay. Really, I am. Um, it is well with my soul. Every day it gets better. And to the one that's struggling in the closet, I want you to know that it is hard on the other side, too. People always talk about coming out, but they don't always navigate life after coming out. 
what does life after coming to terms with who you are and then after coming to terms then you come out but what happens after you come out what's life after the closet it's beautiful it's bold it's emboldening it's powerful and empowering but it's also hard and it hard and it's hard working it makes you work hard and it works you hard But whether you're rich or poor, young or old, fat or skinny, commercially or stereotypically attractive or otherwise, whether you're rejected by society or accepted by everyone you know, I tell you, I would pick Avi's worst day over Dante's best. And the only regret I have, the only wish I had, is I could go back to that five-year-old little girl who was being labeled otherwise and I could tell her you are so beautiful and you matter and you matter that's all the time I have for you today let's end with prayer gracious God that is Jehovah Jireh that is provider and Rafa Healer, Shama, righteousness, Tiskanu, righteousness, Shama, shepherd, you are that God that is our rock of all ages, our rose for every Sharon. You are the lily of every valley. You are the light outside, after, and within every tunnel. You are the super glue for our broken pieces. Lord, someone said that a disco ball is made out of hundreds of broken pieces put back together. God, I know my mosaic looks different from everyone else's, but I thank you for the mosaic that you're building, building and painting and co-creating with me. I thank you for the opportunity to speak to these, your people. I thank you for the opportunity to get this out and off of my chest. I don't know what tomorrow holds. I don't know where I'll be when I record it, how I'll be, if I'll even get to record it. But I trust you with it. With state the obvious, I trust you with it. I trust you with this housing situation. I trust you with every single thing. I trust you with my heart and with my soul and with my car and with my finances. I trust you. God, you told me today that attitude is more important than facts. So I turn my attitude into one of gratitude. I turn my attitude into one of altitude by simply saying thank you. I trust you and you can use me more. Do it for me, God, but do it also for the brokenhearted one that is listening. Do it for the one who's at the end of their rope, who feels death is better than freedom from the closet who thinks that their only worth is to be trapped in a closet, hidden, lying in religion, lying in status quo, lying in relationship. Free us from stigma, God, because whom the sun sets free is truly free indeed. And we know that the truth that you love us, we know the truth that you've made us, we know the truth that you've kept us, 
in and out, in and out, in and out of time and in and out of the closet. So we thank you that there is no clause that says we have to stay in the closet. Hallelujah. We can come out and shut the door, close it behind us. We thank you for the spirit of grace that is in this room right now. We ask you to be with us all right now in Jesus' name. Amen.